Okay, episode number 23 of the Evolve podcast. And this one is titled, What to Do When I'm Eating Out. Now, eating out is part of, I would imagine, pretty much most of our, if not all of our lifestyles. Who doesn't like to go to a restaurant or go out to a bar and have a nice social with friends and family? It's part of life and it's part of things that make us very, very happy. So when it comes to a journey to improve your body composition, we need to know how to factor it in. Because it's going to be part of your life when you're on a plan, uh, just as much as when you're off of it as well. You need to learn how to factor these things in so you can sustain your results um, and you don't feel threatened by a process where, you know, you may have been focusing a lot more on your nutrition and your training and essentially been on a diet or on some sort of training plan. But when you come off of it or maybe aren't doing these things as much, you need to learn the skills in order to maintain and also still make progress, which you absolutely can. So in terms of coaching, you know, it's my duty as a coach to make sure that anybody that works with me has that knowledge that when I'm not in their corner, that they can live their lives and have a real awareness of what they're consuming, what their output's been like to keep a nice balance and moderation to their lives. So when we're eating out, what's the first thing we need to consider? Well, first and foremost, calories are king. We know this. When it comes to maintaining weight, losing weight or gaining weight, energy balance will come into play. So when we're going out and about, of course, we haven't prepared those meals ourselves. So we need to get an idea as to what we're taking on in terms of its caloric value. Now, it's much easier nowadays, what with tracking softwares and restaurants becoming a hell of a lot more uh, mindful of what... um, is in their food in terms of what they're providing their customers with in terms of the nutrition information. Lots of these chains have calorie values to meals and they will tell you whether they contain certain ingredients, etc. But it's much easier nowadays than it ever used to be in order to track these things. So when you're going out, if you have the choice, try and look for chains, try and look for places where you can go into a tracking software such as MyFitnessPal, which is the most popular, and you can log these foods and you can see how many calories are contained within that food and you can work it into your day. But when it comes to things like alcohol, you can do exactly the same. Just because you're going out and you're having a a different brand of vodka, you know, vodka is vodka. If you're having a shot, um, it's going to be 25 mil or 50 mil. You can put that in my fitness pal. If you're choosing diet mixers, of course, you don't have to consider any calorie value to those. So diet Coke, diet lemonade, slim lime tonics, that kind of thing. Um, You don't need to consider those. So you just need to simply track the alcohol. And what you'll learn by doing this is how you can get the most bang for your buck. So if I went on a night out and let's say that I had four pints, well, the average pint comes in between 200 to 250 calories. So I know that I'm going to be taking on around about the kind of thousand calorie marker of beer that night. But then if I wanted to have a few drinks spread out over the evening, I'd be much more intelligent to go into more of the kind of spirits and the diet mixers where a gin and tonic could bring in between 120 to 150 calories. um, And I can have much more of those. So, you know, you consider calories first when you're looking at your night out um, and make sure that you're always in a ballpark you're not going to be able to crunch every number all the time if you've got say, a cocktail on the menu it's going to be very difficult to track what's gone into that there's different types of juice there's different types of alcohol it's just going to make your life much harder so you do want to try and keep things as simple as you can when it comes to alcohol look for spirits look for diet mixers and when it comes to food try and choose chain restaurants um, where you've got the calorie values already listed 
But if you're not going to a chain restaurant, just use your judgment. You know, if you've tracked what 400 grams of uncooked potato looks like, if you've tracked what 250 grams of cooked rice looks like, you're always going to have a very good idea when you look at a plate, you know, what sort of calories it contains. So it's definitely smart to avoid really, really heavy, saucy dishes. So when we look at something that's covered in sauce, you know, chefs generally are going to use lots of butter, lots of cream, and it's going to be very difficult to track things that contain sauce. And just generally lots of additional ingredients. If there's cheese melted all over your burger, for example, you know, there's lots of ways that you can make life a lot more complicated. But there's also a lot of ways that you can keep things very simple. But always try and get in a ballpark, always try and stay within a certain range so that when you finish that day, you can always safely say, right, I'm pretty sure that I've been between 2,500 to 3,000 calories today or 3,000 to 3,500 calories today. So if somebody did have come up to you and had the, the correct report as to what had gone down and was able to monitor that, that if you were asked the question, you'd be able to get in a ballpark. And this all comes down to you know living the lifestyle of tracking foods, you know using my fitness pal as we talked about before like stabilizers on a bike to just become aware of what you're consuming and how you can make your calories go further on those occasions.